Welcome to the Conscious Relationship Uncoupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, your host and producer. And today we have the honor to introduce you an incredible woman. Her name is Shay Elise Allen. So before we introduce you, Shay and her beautiful topic of today, let's read a little bit about her. Shay Elise Allen is the founder of Mother of Desire and a coach, mentor, and educator based in Melbourne, Australia who has a special interest in sex-positive parenting and working with mothers who have disconnected from their sexuality, self-love, and life purpose since having children. Shay is also a body worker and has developed her own successful methodology called Yoni Repattering, which is a unique and transformational body work method for women that incorporate Yoni body work, which is a massage and mapping of the vagina, the amarine, which is a process of massaging, identifying, and releasing physical and emotional holding in the vagina, intention setting, and working with manifestation. This beautiful work also utilizes NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, and helps to rewire and anchor new beliefs around sexuality, body image, and self-worth, helping women to deeply heal their relationship to their body, their sexuality, and open to their orgasmic potential, awakening to union with higher self and life purpose. It is my honor to welcome you to this summit, Shay. Thank you so much, Lucia. It's a pleasure to be here. So before we dive deeper into your topic of today, we would like to know how did you start in this journey of conscious parenting, but also conscious relationship with you weaving it together? Yes, okay, it's a great question. So um, I I was raised um, with, uh, well, well, as a child, I had a lot of self-worth issues and right through into my 20s, I had a lot of self-worth issues. And after I had my daughter, I realised that I needed to do something about that. It became really, really apparent. And I started a journey um, to love myself more, essentially. And then I discovered uh, conscious sexuality practices. And this really helped to unlock my heart and to come to know myself on a really deep level. Uh, so... This is um, this is my personal journey with it, and now I have um, journeyed to a place where I am a sexuality educator and mentor. And as you mentioned, I have a business, Mother of Desire, where I help mothers who have disconnected with their sexuality and their self worth and their life purpose, and I help them to parent with sex positivity. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Shay, for sharing. So today's topic is about sex-positive parenting, a game-changer for humanity, raising secure children with deep self-worth. So we're so excited to learn from you today, Shay. So let's do this. So thank you so much, Lucia. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and welcome to my presentation. So as I was just mentioning, as a child and into my 20s, I really lacked self-worth. And welcoming my daughter into the world was the turning point that changed everything for me. After she was born, I woke up one day with the overwhelming knowing that I had to change the way I was doing relationships, starting with myself. And then I came to a powerful realization that I was the pattern changer in my lineage and I would raise my daughter to love herself and to know her true worth. From this place, I embarked on a journey to come to know and accept the parts of myself that I deemed so unlovable and to know my self-worth for the first time in my life. 
It was at this time that I discovered conscious sexuality and began the embodiment practices that cracked open my heart, expanded my world and guided me home to myself. I realized that it was only on this journey of self-love that I could raise my daughter to really love herself. And it was only along this path that I could open my heart, body and soul to the type of relationships I longed for. So this is what's led me to sex positive parenting. I discovered and healed myself through conscious sexuality practices and I'd made the connection between being raised with body shame and my ability to accept myself as worthy and live in wholeness. I found this key to self-love and so I began the mission to share it. So this is for you. Dear parents, we are the game changers on the planet today. Through our parenting, sexual and body shame can end with us. We hold the power to change the patterns of our lineage. May we raise secure children with deep self-worth. The outcome of parenting in a sex-positive way, a way in which children are encouraged to accept and love all parts of themselves, is a person who feels safe in their body, who respects themselves and others, a person who lives free from shame. These children will become adults ready to lead a powerful and much needed change on the planet because they'll have been taught their true self-worth. These adults will have been raised to love themselves. Sex positive parenting is a huge topic that can be approached from many angles. Today, my focus is to share my perspective and what I've learned as a woman who journeyed from my own serious lack of self-worth to my healing and becoming a sexuality educator, body worker and coach. I'm so passionate about this topic and I'm thrilled to share with you my five tips on helping you along the sex positive parenting path and why parenting in this way is a game changer for humanity. Children need to learn as early as possible that their body is their own and that we all have the right to refuse unwanted touch and make decisions about our body for ourselves. Allowing children to decide for themselves whether they will hug or kiss someone teaches them how to set their own boundaries. This reinforces that their body is their own and children become empowered to say yes and no to physical touch from a young age right through to adulthood. Having this talk and letting children know that they can always share with you how they're feeling is imperative to their sense of security. It empowers them to trust their instincts in coming to understand what feels safe and unsafe. And you can also practice with them what to say if they find themselves in a situation that makes them feel uncomfortable. Teach your child to respect other people's no by demonstrating this in your own parenting. An example of this if you're is if you're playing a tickle game and your child asks you to stop, when you demonstrate to your child that you are listening and stopping on their request, you're teaching them the power of stop, no, and no more. A wonderful resource that can help teach all these principles is Betty Martin's Wheel of Consent. The Wheel of Consent is an incredibly powerful tool which explains two overlapping touch dynamics. Who is doing the action and who is it for? The Wheel of Consent separates the traditional touch dynamic of giving and receiving from the other dynamic of taking and allowing. And there's a game that you can play with your children from about the age of three or four to introduce these two different dynamics 
by asking two questions. How would you like me to touch you, which introduces the giving and receiving dynamic? And the other question is, how would you like to touch me, which introduces the child to the taking and allowing dynamic? Once the touch exchange is negotiated, your child and you can both agree on how the touch will take place. And this is a powerful way to teach consent by doing. An example of the giving and receiving dynamic might be your child asking you to tickle them. And an example of the taking and allowing dynamic could be your child asking you to brush your hair. This is also a wonderful game to play with your partner as well, as it really helps to deepen intimacy. The Wheel of Consent is a much bigger body of work and I highly recommend Betty Martin's website. She's brilliant and her website offers many free resources. You can contact her at bettymartin.org. It's okay to be learning alongside our kids. So the truth is that many parents don't know where to begin with sex positive parenting because often they are aware on some level that their own relationship to their sexuality needs development and they doubt their ability to do it right. I want to reassure you that it's completely normal to feel this way. Parents who have older children and have not parented in this way up until now may also feel some awkwardness about introducing these conversations. And this is a major factor that either completely stops parents from engaging with their children about sex and pleasure, or if the subject is approached, it's done in an awkward way, which then transmits a message that there's something not okay about it. But as parents, we really do need to cut ourselves some slack because very few of us were blessed with an upbringing where sex and pleasure was discussed and shared openly. Many of us lack the skills to discuss it and feeling unsure about how to approach the topic, as I said, is more common than not. This is where, as parents, we find ourselves doing our own personal development work as we parent. This is an initiation for many, and we need to cultivate compassion for our own journey. Most people have adopted shame around their sexuality at some point in their lives. Typically, this has been passed down through our lineage, but it's also in our faces daily in the form of media messages. As parents, we need to commit to accepting ourselves, our upbringing and our own journey. And this next point is a golden key. It's okay to show up a little unsure around this topic with our kids. As mentioned before, not getting it right can stop us engaging in this way with our kids at all. And many of us feel we need to have our relationship with ourselves completely sorted, that somehow we need to have completely embodied perfectly this idea to transmit it effectively to our children. When I started on this journey, I was unsure, but I started anyway because I knew as long as I was showing up authentically for my daughter, and letting her know that her body belongs to her, that it's safe for her to feel pleasure and explore her body, that this was the message that would make all the difference in how she developed her relationship with her body and herself. In fact, if there's one major takeaway from my presentation, I'd say this is it. It really is okay to be learning alongside our children. It's when we either show up in a way where we pretend to have it all together, or alternatively close down because we fear we don't, that we end up transmitting messages of not enough to our children. 
Sex positive parenting is about transmitting loving messages to our kids about their bodies. It's about teaching them that they are safe to feel pleasure and explore their bodies. In this way, we empower them as open-hearted, sovereign beings who are empowered to make choices and to lead from a place of self-love as they develop into adults. This is why I say it's a game changer for humanity. So for parents who have avoided talking to their kids about sex and pleasure or might feel uncertain or uncomfortable introducing these concepts, incorporating it into a gratitude practice is a beautiful way to weave the discussion into everyday life. This is a nighttime ritual that I do with my daughter when I'm tucking her into bed. As we offer gratitude for other aspects of our lives, we can incorporate the gratitude we have for our body and its ability to heal, love, and feel pleasure. An age-appropriate sex-positive example could be, I'm thankful for my body and its ability to heal. I'm thankful for my legs so that I can run fast and play outside. I'm thankful for my vagina. I love the way it smells. I, it feels comforting and nice for me to touch. And in this way, we teach children to accept and love themselves by accepting every single part of the body without shame. And of course, this can open up lots of discussion. And because you're setting an intentional space with the gratitude practice, it's the perfect safe environment for children to open up and ask you anything that might arise. When we get into a habit of talking to our children about pleasure in varied contexts and in different parts of our body, it then makes it easier to have these discussions with them around their genitals. Some of the varied contexts you can talk about feeling pleasure are exploring back scratching and head and body massage, uh, the experience of bathing and experience of warm water on the body, being in nature and playing outdoors and breathing deeply, and of course, laughter. For example, if your child shares with you that it feels nice for them to touch their genitals, it becomes more natural and easy to respond in the same way as you have for any other activity or part of the body. The key here is not making the genitals a part of the body that is different and therefore unwillingly attaching shame or fear. It's really beautiful to witness your children having pleasurable responses to any of these activities listed and to positively reinforce that by responding in ways like, how good does it feel when you have your back scratched? You can encourage them by really, um, by getting them to really breathe deep into their heart and, and really feel the pleasure when they're experiencing, when they let you know that they're experiencing a beautiful experience. This way, we're teaching our kids that it's safe and nourishing to feel pleasure in different ways and feeling pleasure by exploring our genitals isn't any different. Sharing too little as well as sharing too much information can be confusing for kids and many parents are understandably uncertain about what is age-appropriate information and what isn't. Answering age-appropriate information is a really big topic that when delivered in full covers the whole age spectrum of the child from the toddler to the teens. It's way too much to cover in this session, but I've included some helpful tips for you to get started.
So depending on how inquisitive they are, answer questions with either a minimum or maximum age-appropriate disclosure. Tell your children the truth with age-appropriate minimum or maximum disclosure. And the main messages here are that you make sure your child knows that their sex, that sex is healthy and natural and, and that feeling pleasure is essential to our well-being. Young children don't need to know yet about the adult experience of arousal, but you can absolutely introduce pleasure using the guidelines in the previous slide. For younger children, be aware of their body language cues and if they change the topic or make yuck faces or glaze over, reassure them and tell them that you can talk about it some other time. And responding to questions as a matter of fact and avoiding making up stories is so important. It's usually when adults feel they need to make up a story about sex that's not true or completely shut the conversation down that shame around sex is unconsciously transmitted to the child. A personal experience I had with my daughter when she was eight was when she found my jade egg, which is a tool that's used to increase pleasure within the vagina. She picked it up and she said, Mama, what's this? And I said, well, that's just something I use that's like a massage for the health of my vagina. And she responded, oh, and that was that. So remember, you're just sharing age-appropriate facts and the more simple and to the point you are, the better. And the other thing I suggest is if you feel uncertain, um, is practising with your partner or a friend or even alone as to how you might respond to your child. I am the game changer. This is my affirmation. I am the game changer, I am the game changer in my lineage. I raise my daughter to love herself and to know her true worth. Acts of self-love teach self-love. As parents, we have a sacred responsibility to do our own work. My business, Mother of Desire, is an online community of mothers who have disconnected from their sexuality, self-love and life purpose since having children and supports you to reconnect with yourself and parent from a place where you authentically teach self-love to your children. So I have a special offer for my summit participants who would like to explore the sex positive parenting journey with me more. I'm offering two different Skype coaching packages for three sessions and six sessions at a heavily discounted rate. In coaching sessions, we look deeply at the patterns you may be holding that limit your ability to parent from a place of sex positivity. I coach you using a variety of tools and help you release belief systems that are holding you back from opening to your own deep levels of desire, pleasure and self-love. And each week I provide homework suitable to your schedule for you to in integrate the work that we do. So the special offer is that I'm offering the three coaching sessions for uh, 297 Australian dollars and the normal price is $495. And for six coaching sessions, I'm offering for the price of 560 Australian dollars and the normal price is 960. So I've priced these in Australian dollars because I'm based in Australia and just to let you know that it works out at around 230 US dollars for the three sessions 
and 435 US dollars for the six coaching sessions. So this is a really great deal. Um, if you're interested, please email me for bookings and use the code SEXPOSITIVESUMMIT to receive the discount. So I'd absolutely love you to keep in touch with my work and I welcome questions from everyone. So if you have any more questions for me and if you'd like to sign up to my mail list, you can contact me at motherofdesire.com and you can also follow me on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook is fb.me forward slash motherofdesire and I also love Instagram and my handle is at mother.of.desire. So I'd love to see you online. Thank you so much for tuning into this powerful summit. It's a huge act of self-love just showing up with the desire to learn more about these teachings. And I really want to acknowledge that in you. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you on the journey and I want to thank you very much. Thank you, Shay, so much for such a beautiful, heartfelt presentation and really grounding and, and just beautiful. So my question is, how do you address or teach a sacred conscious sexuality to kids at a very young age, which at home, maybe there's one of the parents still not comfortable about their own sexuality, they still shame, they still, they still like against it, they still close in their own cocoon around sexuality. So as parents working together and helping our children to, to tap in and to honor their body, the yeses and the no, the, the sacredness of their boundaries and the consent and 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 there's still one person in the house who's who's still not on track with all of this that's a really fantastic question Lucia and my response to that would be that yes we're we're ideally transmitting these sex positive messages to our children and we're guiding them to come to know and love their sexuality but we're also teaching them that um, as parents, we come from different backgrounds and we've been raised in different ways and that some people find this easier to do than others and that we're all on a learning journey of coming to know ourselves. So ideally, um, we want the two parents to um, be on the same page with regards to moving towards um, guiding our children in this way. But as I mentioned in my presentation, that doesn't mean that you have to have this all completely sorted and embodied yourself. Um, the most important message here is to let your children know that, um, that where you're at with it, basically, and, and to share with them and not pretend that you have it all together or that um, you know all the answers. Because when we do that, um, it's, it's inauthentic. So authenticity is absolutely imperative to transmitting this type of information to our kids um, as wholeheartedly and as well as possible. Um, so in answer to your question, I think it's okay for one parent to be um, more embodied and in line with this than the other. And quite often 
that happens to be the case, actually. Um, and as long as we're, um, as I said, as long as we're, we're, we're being open and we're sharing that and we're not pretending that we've got it all together, then, then I think it's okay. So when it comes to sexuality, uh, when we come to uh, breastfeeding and sexuality, do you, would you like to expand a little bit about this topic? Sure. Um, this is actually one of my favourite topics with regards to sex positive parenting, actually, Lucia, because, um, and also with my coaching that I do with women, because, with mothers, because um, when women breastfeed, uh, they tend to disconnect from their breasts as pleasure zones and they only relate to their breasts as as n nourishing and nurturing feed you know feeding vessels for their child um, and this can be um, this can be quite problematic um, and the other thing is that um, when women are breastfeeding um, and this is something that's really not talked about a lot. This is something that has been really shamed in our, in our culture. When women are breastfeeding, it's actually very common and normal for orgasmic energy to rise in the body. And this doesn't have to mean anything bad. A lot of women who experience this feel shame and it absolutely breaks my heart because when this happens, like sexual... Sorry, I'll start. I'll start again. Sorry, life force energy is orgasmic energy, and this is what's rising in the body when we're breastfeeding. Sometimes it doesn't always have to have life force and orgasmic energy doesn't always have to have a sexual connotation. Um, it can happen in nature. It can happen when we're breastfeeding. It can happen in various circumstances, but when it happens when we're breastfeeding, a lot of mothers think, oh, my God, and attach some sort of sexual shame to it. So I'd like to take this opportunity to reassure all mothers who have experienced this that it's actually okay um, and that it's completely natural and normal and it's actually a beautiful thing. And it's also related to orgasmic birth as well. So we, we can experience our life force and orgasmic natures when we're birthing as well. So the other thing I want to quickly add is that um, this disconnection from our breasts when we're breastfeeding, that it's really important for women to, for themselves, to um, spend some time each day if they're breastfeeding, connecting to their breasts and massaging their breasts in a sensual way and breathing into their breasts so that they can reconnect with their breasts as their own and not just as these nourishing baby feeders <laughs> beautiful yeah. thank you i really appreciate you brought this um aspect of the breastfeeding especially the nipples the uh, the the shame that there are many moms because i have seen it and heard it and seen it live like the shame that they have when they start feeling this orgasmic and arousal energy and also I have seen the impact of that shame creates their body to desynthesize that area where women, even when they're trying to get some sexual pleasure with their partners through the nipples or anything, they just don't feel anything. Because Absolutely. after breastfeeding, it's just the, 
they turn it off like they would call it and they just turn it off because they just didn't want to feel that that sexual <laughs> uh sexual misunderstanding and the whole the whole chaotic uh experience that could have happened in the psyche level in the body and the whole you know you know the whole shame of that and thank you for for making aware our community and uh and the women about this that it is okay to have that orgasmic sensual arousing um you know pleasure moment when you you are breastfeeding because it's natural i personally can feel orgasmic energy just by putting my hands on the water and i can feel the energy of source and the whole energetic being like you said it's it's universal it's cosmic it's flowed through us it's happening all the time it's just about allowing ourselves to receive it and flow with it and just and just be with it absolutely i really think it's a two-pronged thing with the women's breasts as well because uh because when women shut down when they're breastfeeding and then the nipples desensitize as you said uh it creates armor for the woman in her breasts um, but also I would go as far as to say is that this is where sex positive parenting begins. If we're feeling shame when we're breastfeeding on an energetic level, we're transmitting shame from as from this young, from babies as young as birth. So it's a really, really um, big realisation, I think, for a lot of women when you really start thinking about this, that breastfeeding is where sex positive parenting begins. Yes, indeed. And it's not just what you nourish with your breast like, and with your milk, but also what you nourish with your intention, your energy, your what it actually you nourish in that child with, because it's not just the physical that you nourish in. You nourish in all of it. And in this time, it has been incredible that we have talked about conscious uh, conception to conscious birth, orgasmic birth, and all these beautiful topic that is so interesting for so many women and you know bringing your topic here is another another awareness another insight to really be conscious so to our audience if you have anybody who's pregnant and breastfeeding or or is in this path of conscious um conscious parenting conscious sexuality in so many levels please share with them this summit is really you really have great nuggets here so I invite the, our community to do this. So it has been amazing, Shade, uh, to learn from you today. So how can we find you again? You can find me at my website, which is motherofdesire.com. Thank you. So if you have like a last word of wisdom, what would that be? My last words of wisdom would be to be gentle with yourself as parents and to not put too much pressure on yourself that you need to be at a certain level and just be authentic and be prepared to grow with your children and learn with your children. Thank you so much, Shay, for joining us in this summit. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Lucia. So thank you to our amazing community for joining us to another amazing episode of this Conscious Relationship Uncoupling and Parenting Summit. And we hope that we are delivering great content for you to really be in this path and hopefully our kid in the future and the now, they benefit from this. 
So we appreciate you once again, and we'll see you in our next episode of this summit. See you next time.